Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast, and it is another exciting day. This is your host, Bill, and I'm joined with Alan. Dummy, what's up? Everything is good. Ugh, my allergies, man. Well, this is... except for allergies, but other than that, yeah, life is good. Yeah, I had to go wash off my car this morning because uh, the pollen, and there's a bird that's just, well, you know, you come park yeah. here, and that bird is destroying our vehicles. It just pecks on the windows and then it poops all over everything. I know. It's, it's, it's insane. It's very tenacious though. You have to give it. I will. You have to get a gr- yeah. credit for some tenacity. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Smarts, not so much. No. Tenacity. Uh, yes. But it, but it continues in the same behavior over and over, even though there's a horrible result. Yeah. I mean, its beak is all shattered yeah. and busted up. My windows are scratched. There's poop all over the car. Right. Uh, but it continues on. Insanity. <laughs> I bet, right, right, or a small brain. I bet there's a lesson in there somewhere. Probably so. So anyways, uh, we have we have hemmed and hawed over having this episode. And I, I, don't, I don't even know why I say that begrudgingly. I don't think there's A, going to be a perfect time, B, uh, a perfect way, or C, uh, any, any reason to not do this anymore. We, what happens is dude, right? We, we have these conversations and we start to interject these little things because, uh, we bring them up because they, some, in some way they relate to the conversation we have. And then in some way, uh, we just spit it out Yeah, and and it ends up being little bits and pieces here and there. So I figured, uh, you and I talked when you got here and I just figured we would just have this conversation and let people know. And here's, you said the reason why, and this, because I asked you, I said, should we have this conversation? And you said, uh, first you said, now nah, let's pray about it. And then after we talked for a few minutes, it wasn't me convincing you. It was just us having the conversation. You said, yeah, uh, we should. But uh, when we do, we should do it because our goal here all the time is to bring something to somebody that may be having a similar issue. Right. Uh, or dealing with something the same way, and this will help them in some form or fashion. Or they might not even be having it now. They could have it a year from now. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so we'll cut into the the nitty-gritty, because I'm sure people have heard us have some some undertones during some of our conversations. And and maybe they've missed it. Maybe they've caught it and just passed on with it. But And maybe they don't care. <laughs> but uh, so the issue is... I alluded to this yesterday in an episode that we're not going to air because I had bits and pieces of this in there. But I alluded yesterday to uh, I am not going back to church, uh, a church that I was going to for the past two years. Um, When things changed in my life, uh, my brother told me to get into church and I did that. He found a church, introduced me to a pastor and, uh, I met with that pastor at my home and started going to that church and taking my family. Uh, and it was what I needed at the time. It was, it was the right stuff at the right time, uh, for the right reasons. 
And I started a walk and a growth with God that I never experienced before in my life. Right. Um, and a lot of that had to do with sacrifice and commitments that I made on my end. Uh, and some of it was some by some direction and leadership from other people in the church uh, and from other people not related to that church. My brother, uh, family members. My aunt was a big influence on some stuff. My buddy, uh, Greg, that I told you about several times. Right. He was a huge influence during this whole thing. So anyways, start going to this church, taking my family and... Uh, I felt, uh, I won't say compelled, uh, but I felt led to do more. Right. Encouraged to do more. I had time. Yeah. I had time on my hands. Uh, I'm in a holding pattern right now with something and, and I just felt compelled to do more, man. So, you know, and you and I had, had, had started to talk at church. We hadn't become friends, but I knew some of your interest, uh, you had this Barnabas thing, an idea that you were doing right. uh, where you wanted to help people. And I felt compelled to do more. I mean, that's just my personality. Right. You know, I don't want to just go sit in a pew and then leave and come home. Yeah. Especially when I'm, I'm, I have this desire, this pursuit in my walk. Uh, so anyways, I felt compelled to do more. So I started a web page. Initially, I started it with some metalworking stuff, some welding stuff that I was doing. And I threw in... Uh, kind of on the back page, some devotions I was writing, uh, because I wanted to, I didn't want to blast on the front page and then try to sell metal on right. the side because yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so absolutely. I wanted to sell the metal. And as a caveat, people that came, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll happen on God will direct them to the page where the devotions were. And I was, you know, and I was pumping out devotions pretty regularly. I actually had you write a few, had uh, yeah. Bethany that's been on a podcast. She wrote one. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I I was throwing that out there and I said, man, it's not enough. I, I didn't personally, I didn't feel like it was enough. Right. You and I had a conversation that we alluded to on our podcast in my garage. And we talked about what the missing piece was for people, why more people aren't, uh, uh, pursuing Christ, why they aren't leading Christ-centered lives, why they aren't, you know, having this tremendous walk with God and what, you know, what's the missing piece? And uh, so we had this long conversation and that conversation spawned into a friendship where we just started having conversation after conversation about God and yeah. relationships with, you know, Christ and being Christ-centered. Man, I mean, right. Yeah. Like these conversations weren't like 10 minutes, hey, call you later. Yeah. These were like hour-long conversations daily. Yeah. Several times like, hey, did you pray today? Or Yeah, was, right. It was just way deeper. Yeah. And then in that, in that, you know, I'm I'm trying to set it up for people. Uh, because in in this relationship between you and I, it was a relationship you and I had with God. It had nothing to do with our relationship. Right. It was the relationship we were building with God and what we were finding out about ourselves and our, our relationship with him and, and, and things that, man, other people, if they could just get a piece of this. Right. Imagine yeah. like what they, I mean, we're excited. Imagine what they would feel. Yeah. Uh, and, and at the time, uh, the son of the pastor at the church was doing a podcast and, you know, the thought crossed my mind, 
we should do a podcast. I should do my devotions. Actually, it was suggested to me by him. Hey, why don't you do your devotions yeah. on a podcast? And I was like, ah, you know, I'm not so sure. Like that's, you right. know, I wasn't sure, but I didn't want to discount it because it was a good idea. Right. So I said, I said, man, let me, let me pray on this and let me, let me think what God would do through me for that. Right. Uh, so you and I talked, I said, Hey man, uh, you know, what do you think about doing a podcast? And initially I remember the conversation. We were both like, eh, <laughs> like, right. you know, I think one of us was like, you mean like YouTube or right. I'm like, I have no idea. Right. Like yeah. podcast, YouTube. I don't know any of this stuff. Right. We, you and I had both been off social media for years. Right. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I w I'm lost. Like we'll have to, right. we'll have to hire somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had no idea. So I said, I said, man, I, you know, to myself, I said, I'm going to have to research this a little bit so I don't bite off too much. The pastor's son said, hey, if you need any help setting it up, let me know. I can tell you like the equipment, right. the hosting, stuff that was foreign to me. And we had conversations at church a few times about the podcast uh, equipment and how he did it. Um, right. I, I was listening to his podcast. Yeah. And uh, you and I got together and said, hey. Let's, uh, let's talk about the podcast. Uh, what are we thinking? How do we want to do this? Right. You and I talking about what, uh, we, and we talked about how we can, uh, make Christianity practical to people that may not understand it. And understandable. Yes. Yeah. Because there were so many big words. I said, my biggest thing were the big words that are always said that I don't have any idea. Right. Really, yeah. In the beginning. Yeah you know, justification, salvation, repentance. And we talked about a lot of those in earlier episodes. Right. And for me and you, you know, we, our first thing was let's pray about it. It wasn't an instant. Let's go buy the equipment. Let's go do this stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's pray about it and see what God will do right. through us. Uh, and that's the, that's what it did. I went on a vacation. Uh, yeah. This is I like a, away. this is like a two month process. I think before we even recorded yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah, because right. Yeah. And and that's why I'm doing the setup thing talking about it is w you and I were like let's just pray about it and see you were doing some fasting. Yeah. Uh seeing where God was going to take you, what he was going to use you for. I was I was praying uh a lot for guidance at the time right. and and for faith. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Because I can't recall. At what point did you decide to devote your website to the devotionals and take the metal work off. You know, it was at church, but yeah, I'm saying in the, in the scope of this whole process here, it was after I got point? back from vacation oh, Okay, and you and I had talked and prayed uh, separately, but we had, we had talked and, uh, it was, it, it might've been a few weeks after that. It was definitely, it was just prior to starting this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't recall. Yeah. It was just prior. Well, no. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah. Because I had sat and thought, I don't want to mix the two. Yeah. I don't want to, it's going to sound weird. I didn't want to sell metal and attach Jesus on the side. And I didn't want to use Jesus to sell metal. Absolutely. I understand that completely. And I don't mean like yeah. Jesus, like, you know what I mean? I'm just saying that for. You didn't want to throw it out there that people could. 
mistakenly say that, oh, he's just a Christian because yeah. he's just saying he's a Christian yep. because he wants to sell metal. You know what sparked it for me, man? Mm. Serious? Uh, this is this guy, Corey from Michigan that I talked to and I told you about the guy, the firefighter from up there yeah. that was uh, doing welding and I'd befriended him about welding. We had the same welder uh, and I talked to him and he, and I said, you know, I found out he was saved and, yeah. and has a great testimony and, you know, I didn't see any of that stuff on his website. Yeah. And he said, well, and this is what sparked it for me. He said, I don't use that as a, like, I don't feel, I feel God will put people in my life and then I can share the testimony with yeah. them. And I was like, I was like, man, you know, and that's where, that's where you fall short if you only stay in a little box by yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You don't reach yeah. out and talk to somebody, find out they're this, you know, amazing Christian. Yeah. And he gives me this idea and I'm like, oh, like, I, why wasn't I thinking about that? Yeah. You know, I wanted to do the metal work. I didn't feel God led me to do metal work. Right. I wanted to do it. It was man. It was me. It was carnal. Right. You know, yeah. so, and it wasn't bad. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing it outside of God's will. I didn't feel. I just was doing metal work. Right. Yeah. Anyways, so I, I prayed about it and talked to you about it more. And I said, you know, we should, we, we had this conversation, you and I, and said, you know, I should, uh, we should do this podcast, man, and change this website, get rid of the metal stuff. It's not really doing anything. And I can sell metal without having a website. Uh, and I said, I feel like we should just go full force with this podcast thing. Yeah. And really what transpired after that is uh, we set a target date, <laughs> like any smart business owner. <laughs> we said, we're going to open, what was it? February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, we'll put our first episode out. Yeah. That yeah. was our target. Like, yeah, yeah, let's let's plan on doing it this day. Well, the two of us who can't sit still for five minutes uh, ended up doing, I think, what, two weeks ahead of time? We yeah. already had like five episodes <laughs> exactly. coming out on one day. Yeah. The first day we put out like five episodes. Yeah. We really had no idea. Uh, what we were doing and we put stuff out there and, you know, I had talked to the pastor's son again and, you know, said, Hey, you know, I don't even remember the conversation about equipment. Uh, I, I prayed about it and I said, you know, Hey, I'm going to ask my son if he'd be willing to donate any like headphones or cords or anything like that. And I told you about this. I called you cause we looked up the equipment. It was expensive. Yeah. And I was like, this is nuts. I think we did that in the thankfulness episode. We talked about what he did. Yeah. And anyway, so he said, what do you need? And I was like, well, this is kind of what we were looking at. And he, he bought it. Yeah. That was the first indication to me that God was blessing the direction where we were going. Right. And I remember that week because I prayed just thanking God abundantly for stuff that he was blessing. Right. Like, it's just crazy to me. And that always, to me, I'm always just humbled by God's blessing. I remember specifically that week I prayed and I was just like, God, if this is what you want me to do, if you're calling me for this, I'm not smart enough to see it. Like, right. I need you yeah. to help me understand that this is what, you know, and I'm not, I'm not giving them an if or and. I'm just saying, listen, if you, I'm a, I'm an idiot. Like you have to kick me a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm there. You know, and, and push me in that direction. Yeah. And man, you and I talked about the blessings just started to, to come. Yeah. Like they just started to, 
you know, we, we said, we truly said we were going to have like two people come on uh, and not co- come on like a conversation, but listeners. Right. And we had no idea truly what we were doing. Like all of this was a foreign concept. We well, still don't. Yeah, true. I mean, we're getting better <laughs> yeah. skill wise. Yeah. Uh, but really the other parts of it, no. Um, and we say that jokingly, but so uh, we have the pastor's son and his wife over for dinner. Uh, and the conversation goes right into the podcast. Talks about, man, you know, I've been listening and it's turned out, it's going really well. Like, it sounds great. And I right. was like, wow, you're listening? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Uh, and in our dinner, you know, he asked me about equipment, what we're doing, what kind of filters we're using, the software. And I'm like, man, you know, uh, this is awesome. And, and a caveat, during this whole time, that I was writing devotions on the website, my pastor was sending me pictures of him doing the devotions with his kids, his family. Right. They would pick a day or two during the week and do these devotions that I wrote. I was honored. Yeah. Like I was floored that I even actually would tell my wife several times, I can't believe right. people use my, de- use my stuff. Yeah. You know, anyway, so. That's all God. Yeah. Uses- right uses the things that you do. Right. And because you, you give him honor and glory. Yeah. And I mean, geez, I'm trying not to get uh, emotional about it because I truly feel humbled when I go before the Lord for anything, especially when I write the devotions and you and I pray uh, before these episodes. And I'll tell you, man, they're, you know, those prayers are pretty, uh, pretty heartfelt. You know, we don't just sit here and say, hey, I hope you bless the podcast. I mean, we're, yeah, we want God to use us in a way that brings him glory. We could care less. We're, we're in a home. Nobody knows, you know, we're doing this like right. other than w- that we put it out there Yeah, and we want to talk to people and hear their testimonies. Uh, but anyways, back to the, back to the other part of it. So I feel like the podcasts that you and I are doing are going pretty good. I feel like things are, in the right direction. Uh, we redo the website, completely redo the website, put some questions on there. Some, I mean, we re listen, we're just two guys. I have no web degree, uh, whatever right. it's called web designing, webmaster, whatever. I don't know. I don't have that degree. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have that piece of paper either. No. So we're just kind of going through it, trying to put stuff that we think, uh, will bring glory to God. And I'll back up. The whole purpose of this, right, was to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That was the goal. We wanted people to hear about the gospel of Jesus Christ through conversations, uh, share testimonies, share uh, our lives, how we came about here and how we stumble every day. Yeah. Uh, And then make it easier for people to want to come to Christ and not feel like there's a big barrier yeah. and and relate to people that are in similar situations right like right. this is what worked for me and like and like i said before you know iron sharpeneth iron um you share things with me i share things with you and we're like okay this is what i found this is how i handle that or whatever and it just it makes the path a lot smoother yeah there's times i've so, listened to our podcast because i want to make sure we're conveying the right thoughts. Yeah. They're not, they're not principles and practices and teachings. We're not teaching anybody anything. You've said it several times. We're, we're, we're not those people. Right. 
But the one thing that's always struck me that you said, and is kind of a foundation for me is as you know, we're, we're doing it with the right spirit and with love, right? It's not, it's, we're not here judging, condemning. We have opinions. We have opinions on what's worked for us. Yeah. And I don't think that's, you know, somebody might say, Hey, put a, a pinch more salt in that. It'll taste better. Right. I don't think that that's a bad thing to offer an opinion about something that's worked. Especially, you know, if I go through my Bible and highlight, you don't, you do underlines, whatever. If right. you provide those suggestions to people, they might not ever do them. And now they are because it makes sense to them. It right. works. And that's what this kind of does. So anyways, not to drift too much, but so you and I redo the website. We start to think about, you know, uh, the podcast is, is, uh, sounds like it's going to be good. We put out some topics. Uh, we don't get a lot of feedback on any of them. We've, we did 15 or so episodes and didn't really get any feedback other than man, uh, we had, we had a guy from the church was listening to every one of them and texting us in the morning. Right. Wow. This, I needed this this morning. This right. was great. This yeah. was awesome. Uh, and we were like, wow, we're on the right track, you know? And, uh, and we were, we were bringing up stuff that we had looked at, prayed about, read, talked about, uh, lots of topics and it goes on for what, maybe a month. Yeah. It's 30 days. Yeah, it's a little bit longer. Okay. So was yeah, it? so yeah. yeah, maybe maybe over 30 days. Uh and it was no secret. We were blasting it on out on the interweb or whatever it's called, <laughs> podcast land. Podcast land. And we were putting it out there and the feedback we were getting from people were really good. And uh had a guy uh at church ask about the podcast. Um that was one thing for me. I didn't want to approach anybody at church. Right. It wasn't like I wanted to go out and solicit. It wasn't my place. We, this was you and me doing our thing. But somebody had listened and talked to a guy that was at the church, had talked to him. He had told them about it. And he said, hey, I heard you're doing this podcast. And uh, and I'll use his name because we it's on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so Roger came up and was like, hey, you know, I, I, I heard you guys were doing this podcast and talking. And, he's, and he joked and was like, you know, how do I get on there? And I said just ask. Right. And so we did. And we set up a date for him to come on. And Roger was, I think our first. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, I think so. Or my brother or somebody. Now nah, it was my brother and my wife. I believe I could go back and look, maybe Roger was first. It doesn't matter. Uh, he came on and it was a phenomenal conversation. And you and I looked at each other afterwards and we're like, wow, if we could hear more people's testimonies, uh, you know, like, like Roger. Yeah. Uh, imagine what other people, you know, going through the same circumstances who might not have Jesus in their life, uh, or have a Christ centered life. Right. So that was one thing we wanted to do in addition to what we were doing. Uh, nothing was perfect at this point. We <laughs> far from perfect. Still, we were still trying to figure out the whole podcast thing. We never identified our church on the podcast. Uh, we hadn't made up business cards. We didn't do anything. We had we had a website, and it didn't have any uh, relation back to the church. So, I don't know. I don't know where this went. You'll have to help me with the timelines. Are you looking up to see who we did? Yeah, was, Rogers like fourth. 
Yeah. So we had already talked to my family, yeah. people in my family, uh, before we talked to him. But anyways, so he he came on. We did that, and then so it goes about a month and two weeks, a week, somewhere around there, ten days, and then uh, I get an email an anonymous email through the website, which we have that set up that way mm-hmm. uh, because it's not important to us who sent it. Right. It's just important that people feel comfortable enough to reach out. And, and I'll say this, this is the only email we've ever gotten to this day. Right. Was that email. Right. And the email, let me back up. The pastor's son contacted you about an episode we did and said, you made a mistake or an error. Yep. In that episode. And you had the conversation with him and we corrected it. Yeah. I mean, we went right back and I, it's, a, it's in there. There's a correction to it. We actually even put it in the description. Yeah. We corrected it. Uh, so you had that conversation with him. At that point, I believe people at the church, through conversations people are having with us at the church, that the pastor's son has had at my home and at church right. with, and with you. Yeah. They're aware of the podcast being done. Yes. So we're a month and two weeks into this. Yeah. Already doing it. Episodes are out there. We get an anonymous email. This comes about, I guess, uh, maybe almost two months. We get an anonymous email. And uh, at first I'm like, huh, I called you and I said, we got this email. I don't even know how to respond to this. Because uh, one, it's anonymous. But right. they, they ask about our doctrinal affiliation. Yep. And our uh, biblical principles, denomination, uh, what denomination we align with and our what our doctrinal beliefs are right. and why we don't have that listed out on our website. Right. And you and I have this conversation. Then I have an epiphany. There's no email address. So what does it matter at right. this point? Yeah. Anyway, so I end up having a conversation with the pastor's son. Uh, about it because, you know, I was like, Hey, what do we need to do? What do we need to do to address this? Yeah. Uh, this hasn't been an issue and all of a sudden now it is. Uh, and he was somebody I felt very comfortable talking to that I could have an open discussion about it. And I talked to him about it and, you know, said, I don't know where we need to go with this. And I get very passionate in my conversations. Right. You can hear it in a lot of these podcasts. I start to get amped up. Uh, but anyways, I get amped up about this stuff and I had a very passionate conversation with him and it may not have gone exactly the way it should have gone, but I felt there were some, some errancies in there, mm-hmm. uh, and probably some pride on both people's part, mine and his, Right. um, I don't feel like it got addressed the way that it should have from a leadership role from the church. But at the same time, I got it and I understood. Uh, so the next day or the day after, I called the pastor, his dad, and I apologized. I said, listen, I'm sorry. I want to make this work. If you want to add the doctrine on the website, whatever doctrine you you write it out, if you want to do the intro to every episode, feel free. I've talked to Alan. We're on board. We'll do whatever it takes for you to feel comfortable about what we're doing. We already feel led by God. Right. 
we just want to know what, what will it take for you to feel comfortable? And he said, okay, that was on a Sunday. He said, I hope you'll talk to, uh, he's the pastor's son, uh, and apologize. He's, I said, he's my next phone call, but you're first in line at the church. Right. So I called you out of respect. Uh, and I said, you know, and I apologize. I, I apologize wholeheartedly. I actually was in tears talking to him. Um, this was before church. I called to do the same thing. I said, listen, man, I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I, I raised my voice yesterday. I became very passionate. Uh, I said, I don't apologize for the content, uh, for the discussion, but I apologize the way I handled it. I didn't handle it as a Christian should have. And I'll tell you, listen, we're faulty, man. I'm a, I'm a man and I make a lot of mistakes throughout the day. Um, but my heart's in the right place. And I truly believe that. I don't feel like my heart is out there holding malice and bitterness and anger. I feel like my heart's in the right place. Um, and that's not a defense or a justification. I'd handle that same situation the same today as I did then. Right. Because I'm human. Right. Uh, anyways, so I have that conversation with and and, and then... The pastor says, hey, let's meet up in a couple of days, the four of us, you and Alan, me and, and my son. Let's meet up and come up with some things that can make this work. Let's come up with, uh, you know, some things that we might want to add to the website. Uh, there were some other things that were suggested. And I said, absolutely, whatever it will take. I went to church, uh, took my family there. You came there. This was on a Sunday, yep. uh, went to the evening service. We left and, uh, I actually was outside having a conversation with you. I was in tears yeah. that night because of the sermon that was preached actually felt like it was preached about you. It was, uh, yeah. uh about a separate incident, but anyways, so it's all good. Uh, long story short, I asked my brother to watch that sermon and I didn't fill in him on any of the details. And he said, that is about the podcast. <laughs> no, he said that was about Alan. Well, he, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause there was a different one. Okay. He said that was about Alan. And I said, yeah, I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I said, uh, I said, God's going to work this out. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to pray and lean on him and I'm going to pray for his direction because I'll tell you at this point now, I felt like there were. It wasn't really conflict with the church, but I felt like they were starting to become some friction. Yeah. And all of a sudden I felt now like that comfortable relationship I had with the pastor and the pastor's son and their family and my family and the church families was really starting to disappear. Yeah. It was starting to, they're starting to become a divide. So the next morning you and I, it was a Monday, the next morning you and I get together and we try to do a uh, Monday admin meeting, but we had set up to do an interview with somebody. And uh, I get a phone call. I get a text that turns into a phone call from the pastor. Says, I want to come meet with you, but I want to meet with you alone. And I don't want Alan to be there. And at first I was like, huh? Right. I'm like, what is this all about? Like I was used to this in the corporate world where they would play this little like, hey, come to my office. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, right. but come to my office. I need to see you. Yeah. Normally that wasn't good. Now the pastor wants to come to my house and have a conversation with me. Right. So I say, okay, I call you. I let you know, because you're my partner. 
I called you and I said, hey, this is a deal. If you're not comfortable with it, I won't do it. And you said, find out what it's all about. So he comes. Uh, the conversation, man, just I'm not going to go into the details of it. I was told that uh, my past would not bring a good light to the church. Right. Uh, that it could actually potentially involve liability. And then I was told that I wasn't taking I was I was going outside biblical counsel by not taking advice from the preacher. Right. And I asked, did you want, do you want me to stop this podcast? And I was not given an answer whether to stop it or not. Right. Uh, so for me, uh, I was upset. Yeah. I was upset. I was, I, disappointment turned into upset, being upset. I was upset because here was somebody uh, that I had placed my, my trust and confidence in for two years, which I will say to Maybe to my fault, maybe not. Maybe to my insight, I started to feel over the past six months, right. there were some other things there that yeah. weren't lining up. Right. Uh, anyways, so we're having this conversation in my driveway. And uh, I told him I feel like God has called me to do this work as a ministry, right. to have this podcast, to yeah. share the gospel with people, to spread the Great Commission, to... You know, all the stuff we talked about and the conversation gets heated and it gets heated on my end because I'm passionate about what I believe in. Right. And right or wrong, it could be very wrong on my part. It could have been very wrong on his part. Uh, I feel like at the time there were several things that just kept, well, this didn't work. So let's move to this. This isn't going to work. So let me come to his house. This isn't going to work. I was told uh, that I would have to come before, uh, members of the church, men of the church, trusted men of the church, faithful men of the church, not trusted, faithful. Right. And I said, let's go right now. I said, I'll go before the men of the church right now, I'll present this and you can take a vote. If they tell me they want me to stop, I'll stop it right now. Right. I said, but I'll take it before the church. Right. I said, I said, I'll, to show you my level of commitment, I'll walk to the church. It's six something miles away. I said, I'll walk to the church. You can drive up there and get the men ready. I'll walk there to show my level of commitment, how much this means to me. I said, I feel I am called by God to do this. Right. And then I backed that out and I said, I don't feel called. I know I'm being called by God to do this. Yeah. Uh, so I have this conversation. Uh, <laughs> uh, he ends up leaving. I tell him to leave. And, and I, and I will take blame for the way I handled certain things. I got tempered towards the end. Uh, I was told that my sin was a sin of abomination, that I was bringing, uh, something bad to the church, that there was potential liability, uh, and that he had had counsel with an evangelist that had come to our church and that that person was angry with me. Let me tell you something. And I'm just going to add this in there. I had gone to this church for two years with my family. I met with the pastor ahead of time out at my home, even before coming to the church. Right. And laid everything on the line. Everything. Talked about everything. My brother called him and told him everything. Yeah. Now, two years later, my issue is an issue for the church, for him. Right. I don't feel it's an issue for the church. I feel it's an issue for him. So... Uh, in any regard, I asked him to leave. He 
he wasn't willing to let me go meet with the men of the church. He didn't want me to call anybody. Uh, I told him I wasn't going to stop the podcast if he wasn't going to tell me to stop the podcast. Right. Um, he hadn't told me to stop writing my devotions. You're right. He said that our podcast was teaching people things, and that goes outside biblical uh, guidelines. It says that you cannot. He told me that I wasn't allowed to preach uh, the Great Commission because I was outside of the church. And at this right. point, I didn't think I'd lost my church membership. Right. I went to church the day before, right. the night before. So I wasn't sure what was going on. Uh, but I was starting to get it. Matthew 18, I think, where you talk to your brother one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So I started to get her, Matthew 15, somewhere in there. Uh, I started to get it. So later in the day, I received a text that said uh, I needed to be at the church at 630 to meet with a group of faithful men. I said, okay, who are they? He said, you don't need to know that. I said, oh, this sounds like an ambush. Right. So it did. It felt awkward. I called my brother. I let my wife know. I said, man, I feel like I'm getting excommunicated. Right. Like all of a sudden this podcast turned into, I'm going to be put up against a stake and burned. Right. Uh, I said, I'm not going to go. If you're not going to tell me, I'm not going to be there. Uh, who the men are going to be. So, uh, which was an interesting selection of men, by the way. Uh, Anyways, uh, I don't go. He said, I told him I wasn't going to go. Right. He sends me a text that says, if you fail to show up, then you relinquish. Uh, I don't remember what the wording was. You relinquish all rights to fellowship with people at the church. Right. And I was like, what? Like now I do feel like I've been excommunicated, banned, barred, trespassed from the church. I feel like if I don't show up at this last meeting, that's it. They're going to denounce my membership at the church. Right. So, uh, you know, I talked to my brother my, and my wife, you. Uh, I'm trying to get as much biblical advice as I can. I actually went out in the field, took my Bible and prayed for a long time. Right. Uh, I didn't feel. Well, there's two things. I debated on whether to bring this up. The first one is. 6.30 at night, if this man knew anything about me and it was a Monday night, he would know I wouldn't be allowed to go up to the church right? at that time Yeah, uh, for personal reasons. If he knew me for the last two years, knew anything about me, he would have known I couldn't go then. Right. Okay. So that was the first one. The second one was my wife went. My wife went up there. I didn't ask her to go. I told her not to go. I right. said, listen, don't go up there. This is crazy. Right. If this is the way the church is going to handle this, because the next step would have been bringing a couple of guys and, and having a conversation with me. If they're going to go by what it says in Matthew, right. they would have come to me, uh, not ambush me at the church. Right. Anyway, so uh, she goes up there. She's there for two and a half hours. She is told several things. I'm not going to go into the meat of it, but I, I've already discussed one. She looked at the pastor's son and said, did you not encourage the podcast with my husband? He said, yeah. Yeah, right. I did. Uh, did you not come to my house and have supper with him and talk about how great the podcast is? Yep, I sure did. Right. In front of this group of faithful men. Right. Uh, 
And man, I'm blown away. She comes home. She talks to me about this. I'm like, wow. Uh, I go outside in my garage at my welding table with my wife and I call my brother and I'm like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm still holding on to the church at this point. I still want to go back. Right. Like I still, I told you this, you were like, you were like, no, no, that's it. Last straw. And not really, but I could tell you were just like, you had already had your thing. And this was my thing. And you were standing by me as a Christian. Right. So I, uh, I called my brother and I said, dude, I don't, I don't know what to do, man. Like, I'm so blown away by all this. There's so much drama mm-hmm. and craziness. You know, I feel like I'm being called by the Lord to do this ministry where I'm, I'm I mean, what are we doing wrong here? Yeah. You know, and he said, you're not. He said, you really need to, you need to go back and talk to your pastor. And I said, I said, man, that's tough, uh, but I will. I will. He gave me a strip scripture in Hebrews. Mm-hmm. I believe it was 13 uh, and another one. And I said, okay. I said, I will. And he said, well, he said, I want you to do that, but I would feel, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't tell you he called me just now. Yeah. And I said, what? He said, yeah, he called me after this meeting and he told me that uh, his son never encouraged you to do this podcast and never had a conversation with you about that. Right. And I said, here I'm being held to a standard, right? I'm being held because of my past. Right. Uh, but I was also being held to a standard of doctrinal alignment right. and denominational affiliation for this podcast. Right. I'm being held to the standard, right. a Baptist standard. Right. Of being told that my sin is a sin of abomination. Right. Yet... I just now find out from my brother who I trust, love dearly and believe to be a man of God. Right. I find out that the pastor, you know, I had him on speakerphone with my wife. My wife was the first one to say, that's a lie. Yeah. I mean, she just sat up there. She just came from the meeting where he said, yeah, I did. I did say, you know, I did encourage it. I did talk to him about it. Right. I did share equipment advice. Here's what you should get. I bought the same, we're recording off the same device he uses. Yeah. Uh, because of his suggestion. Right. So I hear this mm. from my brother and I just sit there, man, and two years of my life just got sucked out of me. Right. Really. It just, I'm not, I'm not trying to be melodramatic here because I could really just be blunt about this, but it's, it hurts, man. Yeah. It really hurts. Uh, Cause I have a son, an 11 year old who reads his Bible uh, tremendously, who loves the pastor's kids. We've done, we've hung out there. He's stayed there. Right. They've come here. We used to do things together. Right. Uh, and that hurt, man. That hurt to feel like that relationship in that church meant more than a relationship with somebody that was in pursuit of God who felt called by God to do something. Right. And I will say this, this is a sidebar at this point. They've never contacted you. No. In, but at this point, when I'm in my garage at my welding table, my wife's there, I'm on speakerphone with my brother. And he tells me this. I just, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I mean I'm telling you, man, sincerely, I'm trying not to not, I'm trying not to put out tears here in front of you. It got sucked out of me. Everything, yeah. my wife not going back to church, my son not going, because 
at that point, I felt without a doubt, without a doubt, I felt like I was called to apologize to my pastor and his son because it was the Christian thing to do. But yet this man just lied to my brother right? about this whole thing. Right. And so I made a decision at that point uh, that I wasn't going to take my family back to that church. Right. Uh, the story could end there. It doesn't. Uh, and the whole reason we're doing this, you and I talked again about, I just, you know, I want to get past this. And I, and I don't, I don't think they've held on to this at all. I think they did what they felt they, they needed to do as a church and probably address the entire church about it. But I still have a heart yeah. and this has still late, been laid on my heart and my wife's heart. My wife has been eaten up about this. We right. still haven't even told my son that we're not going back. Yeah, She has been very upset about this. Yeah. Uh, I will say since we left, it's been what, maybe a month, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I've only talked to one guy from that church. Yeah. I had another guy contact me and just say, I'm praying for you. Didn't ask me anything. One of the other guys who was the, one of the faithful men at the church, yeah. he actually stayed afterwards and talked to my wife and was distraught, <clears throat> was actually distraught. Right. He reached out to me and I have actually had conversations, nothing about the church. He hasn't asked me to come back, hasn't asked me where my thoughts are. He said, I pray, I'm praying for you. I love you. You let me know if you need anything. And that guy has been that way since day one that I've known him. Yeah. Uh, so, and I don't suspect he listens to these, but in either case, the pastor hasn't reached out. The pastor's son has not reached out. Yeah. The pastor's wife, the pastor's son's wife has not reached out to my wife. Right. Uh, it had been two weeks before anybody reached out to my wife. Right. And since then, that was only one person. And I'm not saying that makes anything. Would it have made me go back? I don't know. Would yeah. it have softened the blow? Maybe. Yeah. Could it have repaired a relationship? You can't. The thing that bothers me is the verse that was used, the steps that they took in Matthew. Yeah. In the very first part of that verse, it talks about a trespass. Yeah. Which is a sin. Right. I don't believe you and I uh, committed any sin in right. doing this podcast. No, we haven't. And we actually, I don't believe that we're teaching. I mean, we have suggested, hey, if you want a closer walk with God, you need to read the Bible. Pray. Pray. Um, that's church. not really teaching. That's saying, hey. This it, is what this worked is, for us. This worked for me. When I started reading and praying and been diligent, life got better. But the anyway. Answer, the answers were in the Bible. The answers are in the Bible. And this Absolutely, is not, yeah. this, this whole thing is not about, I don't, I don't need anybody to reach out to yeah. me. That's not the desired goal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, that's actually funny that you mentioned that because I was nowhere in those conversations. No. I'm part of the podcast, but I was nowhere in those conversations, nor have I, um, you know, been contacted by anyone either i wasn't even a part of any of that i haven't been contacted which is cool because you know there are some people that that need that um i have a walk with god so it doesn't really yeah. matter who else is walking that was with me my, that was my point but yeah. but to your point being being contacted that's twofold nobody's addressed the podcast with you no 
and nobody has contacted you and said, hey, where you been, brother? Yeah, exactly. Like, For three weeks. I mean, which uh, is cool. A couple of guys have reached out kind of. I've said this. Listen, if you're worried about me, don't text me. Yeah. Come to my house. Yeah. Like, come well, see me. I, I did have somebody, you know, talk to me briefly about this situation. And they said, and I'm, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sticking with Bill because he doesn't have anyone. Um, you didn't walk away from God. You, no. you, Jeez. you no longer go to that church. Yeah, so to and me, I pursue him even harder. Yeah. Now, this is something. Actually, I had two people I had a conversation with, and one of them got kind of heated because it was kind of like they were questioning my walk with God, and I'm like, "What? I'm yeah, I walked away from God because I'm not going there," which is just ludicrous. But anyway, um, I didn't. I didn't stop going to that church because I'm your friend. I stopped going to that church because I'm a Christian and you need somebody walking beside of you. Yeah. Now, if you would have said, Alan, I'm going to stop going to church because I'm going to go fishing on Sundays. I'd been like, Bill, you're on your own. I'll catch you later. But it wasn't like that. You're Dude, not, you wouldn't be hanging out with me if no. that was the guy I was. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the analogy that I use is, you know, you and your friend go to the pond yeah. and there's a no swimming sign there. Your guys are going there to fish. Yeah. Um, you go to the truck to grab something you forgot. And your friend, when you come back, your friend's in the water swimming. Yeah. He starts drowning. Well, do you stand on the bank and watch him drown because there's a sign there that says no swimming? Or do you disobey the sign and jump in and save your friend? Yeah. Are you going to follow the rule, no swimming, and let him drown? Or are you going to do the right thing? Yeah. The letter of the law versus the spirit of the law. Exactly. You know, I just, the, here's the thing, man. This was for me to kind of tell the story. I don't know if anybody will even care. It, honestly, it's not about that. You know, this is... Well, I think it's important because somebody might go through this. Yeah. There's somebody that, that could possibly go through this. that's going to listen and be like, you know, yeah, I've been there. Um, I, I'm following God. My walk yeah. is with God. Yeah. Um, I faced a similar situation in a church in Lake city, um, a couple years ago. Well, many years ago now, but, um, you know, they, their attitude was if anyone didn't go to that church anymore, they're walking away from God. And they they actually had members in that church that wouldn't talk to their children anymore because their children stopped going to that church. And I was just blown away yeah. because how can you ever win someone to Christ or, or help them uh, build a relationship with Christ if you're just telling them how wrong they are and you won't talk to them or anything. Now I understand you don't want to be unevenly yoked. You don't want to be hanging out with somebody. Yeah. You don't want to go into business with somebody. You don't want to necessarily be hanging out with somebody that's going to the bar all the time or robbing banks. You don't want to be associated with that. But if, if he's a good dude, you know, I mean, how are you ever going to win somebody to Christ if you're just forever, Tell them how bad they are. Turn your back on them. You can't draw people in if you push them away. Exactly. It's not an yeah. action that happens at the same time. And I think that's a lot of what happens. And, yeah. you know, this was for 
for anybody that may have had this similar circumstance, I doubt it would be related to a podcast, but it could be related to something else that happens. Yeah. You know, my, my thought was, you know, I, I try to come with a clean heart because a lot of times in my life, I didn't have that. Uh, right. I wouldn't say it was a hardened heart. It just yeah. necessarily wasn't a good heart. It wasn't filled with good intention. It was just filled with my intention. Exactly. Uh, and I think we've talked about this before. You know, Satanism yeah. is, you know, yeah. a lot of people think it's, it's just worshiping, worshiping the devil. Satanism is actually self-worship. Yeah. Um, that's a part of it. So, you know. I was told that Satan was going to use... Uh, my past circumstance, yeah, as something to uh pull me away from the church or my belief or my walk with God. Uh, and I and I my response was this podcast is glorifying God, yeah, and I believe my God is stronger than Satan, right? I believe my God can prevail over Satan at any given time, yeah, right. uh, and I was taught that in church. Yeah. So I don't feel like, listen, my, my past is my past. Yeah. It's not great, but I don't feel like I'm out here giving my testimony in hopes that somebody's like, man, I'm a sinner like that guy. Yeah. Like, and if he can have a walk with God and he can read his Bible and he can talk to other Christians and he can glorify God on a daily basis and he can get through all of these struggles. Wow. Right. Is my testimony that bad that it can't be grabbed a hold of by other people that want to have a relationship with Christ? I don't feel that way. No, I think, and we've talked about this many times, um, we are different. Each individual person is different. And yet many of us go through the same circumstances, but we don't have any one that we can relate to, right. You know, within our world, within our, you know, within our community, we don't have anyone we can relate to because, you know, and I know I'm saying this because I went through it. You know, I was, I was horrible for a lot of years, not out killing or anything, but I, you know, I had a lot of female friends over the years and stuff and I just wasn't living right. Um, I didn't have anyone that I could relate to as far as establishing a walk with God, because the only people that I knew that I, that had a relationship with God were, were very clean, holy people. Yeah. So there was no bridge. You're going to go to them with your baggage. Yeah. There was no bridge from where I was to where they are to, to a point where I believed that I could get there. Yeah. And he, you said this earlier uh, that I thought was a pretty cool conversation that we could probably have in depth, but uh, people present themselves as who you want them to be. Yeah. Right. And I look at that. That happens a lot, man. You walk into a church and the very first time I walked into that church, uh, I was like, wow, all of these people, I'm a sinner walking in here. Mm-hmm. Like in all of these folks in here are these proper, holy, righteous, yeah. you know, Christians. Yeah. Uh, because that was my, that was my, I was naive. Right. You know, I, it, yeah. that's what I viewed mm-hmm. uh, when I went in there and that, but that's who I wanted them to be. Right. 
And walk in there and go, man, look at the sinners and the heathens. Yeah. Well, something that I I learned and I, I want to relay, um, you know, where sin abounds, grace abounds that much more. Yeah. I didn't understand grace right. at that point. Right. Nor did I have anyone to explain grace with me. My, I'm sure my dad did because he was a very, very um, godly man. But I wasn't getting it when yeah. he was trying to explain right. it. To oh, me. yeah. Like yeah. I didn't get a lot of things he was trying to explain. Right. But when I started searching, I didn't really have anyone to explain that. Um, you know, no matter what bad things you have done, Jesus can forgive them through his grace. Not because we've done anything, not because we've earned it or we're entitled to it, which is such a catchphrase for everything. Sure. Now. Yeah. Um, no, because he's it's cause you're gracious. Because you're woke, Alan. I am woke. <laughs> nah, Unfortunately, and with knowledge comes pain. I'm glad. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just feel like uh, this conversation needed to be had. I will say this uh, here on this podcast that my intentions were always with a good heart. Yeah. Uh, that's my intentions. Does it, mean I responded the right way all the time? No, but I've apologized. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of times people have carry too much pride to apologize. Uh, and we've both experienced that. Yeah. I'll say that, uh, man, I really loved the people that, uh, were at that church and I do miss the people at that church. I know my son will, yeah. uh, my wife does. Uh, there were very, there were some very endearing people there. But we've learned over the last few weeks that, you know, God has moved us somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it says in the Bible, you know, you need to, you are supposed to love God more than you love your wife, your father, yeah. your mother, your yeah. children. Well, that includes members of the church. You need to love God more than you love all those people Yeah, because God is in control. And that was my question throughout this whole thing when... When people are concerned about your circumstances and stuff, I'm like, well, um, isn't God still in control? He's going to handle that. He's going to handle everything. He's supposed to be, so, man. And what happens is, even for us, now, we, listen, when we have these conversations and we point stuff out, dude, it's it's not me and you going, right. you know, we're better than everybody else. Right. This is because you and I have identified we have shortcomings. Well, actually, you just said something. He's supposed to be. Well, that is actually interesting because God is in control. The thing is, a lot of people don't recognize that. They don't allow him to be in control. Right. They don't put him in that spot. Yeah. I was going to read this verse and I, I saved it to the end because I thought maybe you would be like, yeah, we need to scratch that. But this, I read this months ago. Actually, I probably read this a year ago. And it has always stuck to me. This is because I've gone to churches in 50 years. I've gone to several churches. Right. Uh, I haven't lived like that. <laughs> you just didn't adhere to anything. <laughs> right. Right. I shouldn't laugh about that, but it's true. Uh, we say it all the time. We are, we are faulty, man. Definitely. We're faulty. Yeah. And when you think you're not, you're at fault. But I, anyways, this, this scripture has stuck out to me for a while. You said it before. And how did you say it? Um, it's inspired of inspiration, but not of interpretation. Correct. Right. Yeah. 
so anyways, this has always stuck out to me because there was some stuff going on uh, personally in my life. And I opened the Bible and this verse is in the top right corner of my Bible. And I read it. And I'm like, golly, man, like that could not be any more placed in front of me by God. Right. Uh, then I'm lucky to be, or, you know, alive to be standing here. Right. Yeah. So anyways, I'm going to read it. Woe will be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep on my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord, and I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whither I have driven them and will bring them again to their folds and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them and they shall fear no more nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. I'm not upset with anybody. I'm not disgruntled. I'm disappointed and I'm hurt. Yeah. To me, this says that God will take us from one place to the other based on our need to be fed. Right. And for us to grow. Yeah. And it is just telling us where God, how God is going to take care of us. Right. Um, and it hit me, man. It hit me when I read it because originally you could read this where it says, you know, woe to the shepherds. Yeah. It's just saying, listen, if you're not going to take care of my sheep, yeah, I will. And I'll right. put them somewhere. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we had touched on this where, um, you know, there's a lot of division caused by denominations and you have the Baptists saying, Oh no, we got the answer. And you have the Presbyterians. No, we have the answer. And you have all these different denominations. The only thing I want to share is the guidelines for what the Bible, I mean, for what a church should be. There's seven churches in Asia minor in revelation there's only two of those seven that are doing exactly what God has called them to do and, to, and being what they should be. Those two churches should be the standard. It doesn't matter about denomination or anything because you can have, and we've talked about this, you can have 12 churches of the same denomination and only a quarter of them are going to be teaching the truth. Yeah. So yeah. the guideline should be the two churches in Revelation that are doing the right thing. You know, I, yes, and they'll be held to that. Yeah. God's going to hold them to that. Right. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I pray every day for that church. I pray for the pastor, the leadership. I pray for the men of the church, and I pray for the church body, that it'll be blessed daily. Right. I do that earnestly with a humble heart and with a desiring heart. I truly pray for that church in that way. And the reason I bring this up, I don't have an ill intent or heart when it comes to that church, but it's not about me. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm getting at. Like I, I recognize that my emotions and personal human feelings shouldn't be involved in my desire for what God will do for that church. It should have nothing to do with my desire. Right. I removed that from it. You did get some good things from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, that, you know, yeah. Definitely. So you can't feel like it was a waste or anything like no, that. I no, I don't. Um, 
I'm disappointed. Yes, disappointed, definitely. But you know, you you shouldn't be the person today that you were two years ago. I'm not. And you're not. Right. But nor should you be the same person two years from now that you are today. That's right. You should continue to grow. Yeah. And, you know, you have to find a place that, that helps you grow. Today, we had that discussion and said, all right, today is the day. Let's just air this out. Yeah. And let's talk about it. Yeah. And that's the smart thing to do. And I feel yeah. like God drives us in that direction a lot. Yeah. Um, we just have to be willing to listen. Uh, I just don't want anybody at that church, if they listen to this, I, I love y'all. Like we do. Our family loves y'all. We pray about you guys all the time and we pray for you. Um, I want God to bless that church and the people of the church uh, because they're Christians and they believe. Um, and it's not about what I want. It's what I want God to want for them. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Sweet. All right. Now I feel like we can carry on. <laughs> Good deal. All right. Let's, let's carry on. All right, brother. Uh, nothing else. I'm good. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.